Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck, and the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally here, and the glorious month of October has fallen upon us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. one and all to the it records podcast i am matt johnson one of the many hosts of the show and i'm going solo because this is a halloween horror episode your annual recommendation show where each day throughout the month of october i am giving you a suggestion for a movie to watch and today is october 5th so that is exciting this is the fifth movie that i'm doing so every day as i said a new movie but we have a little theme that we're doing last year we did a new movie Every new movie every day, but every movie was a different year. And we started in 1990 and we moved to the present, 2020. So October 1st was 1990, October 2nd was 91, and so on and so forth. We're going to do the same thing this year. We've been doing that, but we're working backwards this year. So we had 1989 being the first movie I recommended October 1st, and then we're going to move backwards 31 days until on Halloween, we're going to have a movie from 1960. So we're gonna you're gonna be able to see how the uh, I guess the the horror genre evolved, but really devolved. I guess in some ways we're going backwards. So you'll just kind of see how it changed um, from the 80s back into the 70s into the 60s. So you see a bunch of those different movies. So that's exciting. And as well, these are new movies. We've never done them at full length, and I've never suggested them before. So they're completely fresh. But that is going to lead us to today. We are in 1985. This is October 5th, and the movie that I have selected is Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. That's right. I don't think we've actually ever done a full-length Friday the 13th, but I have recommended a few of them, I believe, in Halloween Horrors. I think I did the first one, and we've talked about it at least in Over and Underrated. I, I believe I said I think the first one is super overrated, and there's some other better ones in the series that I would enjoy more. But one of the reasons that I selected this one not only because it came out in 85, but uh, I have taken upon myself to, along with watching these movies that I'm recommending, I'm going to watch these as we move through October, I am watching the entire Friday the 13th series. I now own the entire series, so I'm going to sit through and watch all of them, and that includes uh, Freddy vs. Jason. 
So I'm going to go through and the remake just so I mean, every movie, every movie with Jason in it, I'm going to watch that in its entirety. So thank you for joining me for that as well. If you decide to watch the fifth one here, a, a new beginning. But if you are not familiar, I'm sure you are to some extent with Jason is the killer on Friday the 13th, but a new beginning. Maybe you aren't as familiar with with this one. So I'll give you kind of a brief synopsis really quick. This movie follows Tommy Jarvis, who we see in the fourth one. Corey Feldman plays Tommy Jarvis. So, but does not does not play Tommy Jarvis in this film. This is a, a different actor. But the movie follows Tommy Jarvis, still haunted by his path, who as a child killed Jason Voorhees. And he wonders if a serial killer connected to a series of brutal murders occurring where he is at in a secluded halfway house where he now lives could potentially be Jason. So that's your your basic setup. You get an older Tommy Jarvis and there's a, a bunch of killings going on. There's a serial killer and he's kind of curious Who's doing it? Is it Jason possibly? And that's kind of where this one departs, I think, from the formula of Friday the 13th prior to, to this one. There's four prior. You get one to one not having Jason at all as a killer, uh, being his mom, Pamela. And then he is the killer in the second one. You get that in the third one, which is 3D. You get those really cool hippies in that one. I'm pretty sure that was the third one where they come on in. And in the fourth one, you get Tommy Jarvis uh, with Corey Feldman. And I think you, you get the the hockey face mask, Jason, taking down killers. In this one, you don't really get that as, as Jason as the killer. You don't get, you know, the the mask feeling. So it is kind of that whodunit element of who is, is committing all these crimes, committing all these murders. So that that is a different departure, I will say. I think this one is kind of, if you love the series, people do like this one. But I think outside of that, this is one of the lower Friday the 13ths on the list in terms of enjoyability. There are some other ones up there uh, for sure, but I think Friday the 13th is relatively low. If I'm pulling up Rotten Tomatoes here, I'll get into that. 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 26% from the an audience score. It, it does have a lot of comedic elements, and I don't think those are intentional. Uh, if if, it, if they are, I, don't, I honestly don't think they were, but if you go into it thinking it's a horror comedy, you might get some enjoyment out of it. You might find it funny as a generally good horror comedy, what I mean when I say that, and not just a typical slasher of Jason racking up a body count. If you go in with that mindset, you could definitely find some enjoyment out of it. That being said, it doesn't have you know the typical Jason as a killer, which is sort of a detriment. <laughs> That's kind of why people want to see that. It's the same problem that you had, I think, with Season of the Witch, why that failed in the Halloween series because there's no Michael and it just didn't have the success because of that. And people want that. And I think if you're not going to have Jason, you need to up the body count a lot more, not just the body count, but also like the stylized violence of it, where it, I think this is a time in the eighties where the MPAA was really on, on the hunt uh, to really censor a lot of these horror movies. So without a Jason and censoring a lot of the violence, those kind of fall flat. Those those uh, killings, the the terror, uh, all of that with this Friday the Thirteenth movie for the box office and the the budget of this film is a two point two million dollar budget, so relatively low twenty two million dollars at the box office made back its money and then some as it was with all those Friday Thirteenths that were just pumping out year after year. Uh, people would go see them and they they made back their money, so that's why you get another Jason in the following year. Like you'll get. 
uh, Jason Lives and Jason Takes Manhattan, Jason X. You get a bunch of them. Jason X, sorry, that was way after the 80s ones. Uh, but, you know, you still got another one. You got another Friday the 13th in the future. And you got the reboot that happened, um, I believe, 2009. But I have to check that year. So successful in terms of commercially, not so much uh, in terms of the audience and, and Rotten Tomatoes, but there it does have its fan base as well. Other horror movies, though, that came out in 1985, almost at 86, sorry, 1985, you have Fright Night. That's a big favorite of mine. That uh, was the first movie we ever did on this podcast, Fright Night, A Day of the Dead, Return of the Living Dead, Reanimator, uh, which I did last year. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Reanimator. Sorry, I did Bride of Reanimator last year, which was 1990. Well, you got Reanimator. That's a favorite of mine in terms of slapstick horror. And then I believe it's Nightmare on Elm Street 2 you will get which is uh, the revenge. Is that the revenge of, I apologize. I should just know that, but that is Nightmare on the Street 2. Nonetheless, I believe that's Freddy's revenge came out in 1985. So you can check any of those out. Other things in 1985, you had the live aid concerts uh, that was held in July of 1985. There was a series of rock concerts held to raise funds for the famine relief in Ethiopia around the world. They took place in cities like London Philadelphia, Sydney, and Moscow. The concerts attracted close to 200,000 people. And they, by using satellite link-ups and TV broadcasts around the world, they attracted an estimated 1 billion viewers in 110 countries. This is, uh, this is an interesting one. Calvin and Hobbes, the comic strip, is introduced to newspapers, if you are familiar with those. 1985, created by Bill Watterson, following the adventures of a young boy, Calvin, and a stuffed animal tiger, Hobbes, while also exploring social, scientific, and philosophical ideas and issues. That came out in 1989. As well, the United Kingdom and Spain agreed to reopen the border between Gibraltar and Spain. After 16 years of being closed during the rule of Francisco Franco in 1969, the border between Gibraltar and Spain was officially reopened during February of 1985. So that is your world news. That is what was also going on in 1985. Besides the Bears winning the Super Bowl, I'll give a little plug there. Uh, technically, 86, they won it. But it was the 85 season. And if you're looking to watch this one, super accessible. I have it now. I'm going to watch it on DVD. I, I have it on DVD here, but you can get it on Prime. You can get it on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you can really find anything to rent uh, via streaming. But I do know that it's on Shudder. It is on Shudder to watch if you're looking to watch it there, if you're a horror fan who has a subscription there. Also, Crystal Lake Memories. That is on Shudder, at least at the time on that I'm I'm talking about this. That is like a seven-hour documentary on the entire Friday the 13th franchise. So if you're a fan at all of that, uh, the series, go check that out. Go check out the Friday, uh, Crystal Lake memories. I know I'll be watching a movie from the Friday, the 13th series, and then go watching the Crystal Lake memory portion of that movie. If that makes sense. It's seven hours talking about every movie. So I'm going to go watch the section of that documentary that talks about the movie that I just watched. So that's something else you could do if you like the Friday the 13th series. But I will leave it there. I will be back tomorrow with another suggestion. It will be in 1984. But until then, I'm Matt Johnson, and I will remain in the shadows. Jason was my son, and today is his birthday.